Hey guys, it's Nate, and it's time for another bite sized. So originally, I was going to record. Uh, I, I was going to record a bit of a bite size on Ghost of Tsushima and the Iki Island content because I've I I <clears throat> I played both of them. I completed both. I got the platinum for Ghost, and I hundred percented uh, the the exploration and the story content for Iki. And I thought like. You know, as I, I, I've been talking to a few friends about it, and I thought that it definitely it definitely feels like a game that I want to give a little bit more shine to. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of put that on the back burner. I'm going to see if I can get some friends to hop on the mics with me to record a, a beefier bite-sized, uh, sort of discussing some of that game. Because honestly, I think it's, maybe underrated isn't the right term, but I think it's kind of one of the least appreciated first-party uh, Sony titles. And it's honestly, I think at this point in time, it's my favorite Sony first-party game. Um, I think in some ways, it doesn't maybe have some of the same high notes that some of the other uh, other games have, but I, I think it has just like a consistent level um, where it's just like it's nines all around, and it's just it's an absolutely fantastic and just a remarkable game. And so, like I said, I'm going to take that, we're going to put that on the back burner, and we're going to take a minute to talk about a game that I haven't beaten yet, but I'm pretty deep into. I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I'm a mission or two, uh, like I might be two or three story beats away from, from wrapping it up. And uh, honestly, I'm not sure that the story is all that impressive, um, but it's a game that I... Well, I'm going to be talking about Valkyrie Elysium for a few minutes here. And for anybody who's been listening to the podcast, uh, you guys might remember last year when this came out. And I was so hyped leading up to the release of this game. Like, um, I I had drafted it, I believe, in our Fantasy Critic League with with Micah. And I, because it's a, it's sort of, it's a sequel of sorts to Valkyrie Lanneth. Or it's, it's at least in that line, you know. And... Um, unfortunately it didn't receive the, the, the critical acclaim that I was kind of going for. And there was a lot of, I don't know, commercial sort of like negative feedback where, um, I did see some really good reviews. I re I think I remember seeing on Famitsu, it was like a 38 out of 40, which is like, that's pretty high marks. Um, I'm actually, you know, just because this is such great radio, I'm just going to look it up real, real quick here. But it was one of those games that just didn't really do a ton didn't do well critically stateside um and again it got a six out of ten at ign i'm gonna pull it up on um open critic here do 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 such good radio much wow all right so it it got a 66 percent which um didn't do me any favors at la last year as far as my score goes and um but it's a game that like I said, I was really looking forward to Valkyrie Profile. Lenneth is one of my favorite games of all time. I thought, oh, we're getting another Valkyrie game. And I played the demo, and the demo felt really good. I was really kind of impressed with the demo. And it had kind of put off these, these vibes that remind me a little bit of Nier Automata. Um, but, and there was just some stuff in there where I was like, this is really kind of interesting and curious. And ultimately I think, uh, kind of where I'm landing. And again, it's, it's, I don't know that the story is really going to like change me too much on where I'm at. I kind of, I'm of the, the mindset that I think the, the score on open critic is, is pretty appropriate. Um, it, it feels like a high six, low kind of seven game. 
um, which is fine, which is good. Uh, there are some definite sort of drawbacks, but it, I've been finding after after all of the the sort of like the negative feedback and sort of the negative reviews and everything, I was really kind of disappointed. Um, and after I had completed Ghost of Tsushima, I I needed something like just a little. I don't know. Palette cleanser was was sort of the right thing, but I just wanted something a little smaller to like just kind of like chew on for a little bit. And and I had had this in my library for a considerable amount of time, well, since last year. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack this thing open because I really did like the demo when I played it, and uh, so I I went back to it. And I remember why I kind of uh, didn't sort of swing back into it right away. It does, I I think especially early on, it does really kind of drag uh those first the first couple hours of the game especially when you're kind of like you're you're not geared up and you don't have all of your iron harry are it it does feel like a little kind of whatever but then as i i played some more and as i probably got into the eight nine ten hour mark of the game which is pretty much could be done i'm doing all the side quests because yeah, you know, why I, I'm enjoying my time with the game, and that and that's the thing is like I actually think the game's fairly decent. I definitely see some story and pacing issues, and I definitely think there's a kind of a dearth of content. And unfortunately, I do think it's kind of it's one of these games that sort of just suffers from being a little undercooked. Um, and again, I think I'm at a point in the game where I don't need to really finish it in order to have an opinion of it. No, I'm going to finish it because I'm enjoying my time with it. But it's it's not a game that's going to like blow your mind. But I do think it's interesting. And I think one of the things that I keep coming back to is that this really reminds me of kind of near Automata. Um, but it's an, it's an undercooked version of that game um, with, y- you know, maybe... Maybe not quite the the polish, I think, that, that Nier had as well. But the combat's really, really kind of interesting. Um I've I've you know, there's different map settings or, or control settings, and I have mine so that light and heavy attacks are on the, the shoulder the, the right shoulder bumpers. And um because that's just kind of what I'm used to at this point in time. That's that's kind of how I like to play those type of games. And it plays kind of like a an action RPG with this this element of, you know, at some point in time you get these four different Ein Harriar and you can summon them and bring them into battle. And um they they sort of they're they're on these little timers and each one of them has an elemental thing and they kind of help you. And I, I don't know, because like and that's kind of a weird thing too, because in a lot of ways, this is th- this game is borrowing from the legacy of Valkyrie Profile without really leaning into it. I think you know when I've talked about uh, Valkyrie Profile, I've talked about the fact that one of the things that was so interesting is that each character, you know, you could trigger an attack um, based on like they each character was mapped to a face button, and so you could you know you would have different sequence and you would actually set up like a, a chain of attacks like you would get four or five slots and depending on the the amount of times you press that button would chain would indicate like what attacks they would cycle through and get up to and there was there was a whole weird kind of a rhythm ish game and this and actually playing Elysium has me kind of wanting to go back to the profile and just you know run through that maybe get the platinum for it because uh, I love that game. And uh, 
Yeah, that's the the whole reason I I pre-ordered the digital version in addition to the physical steelbook was so that I could have access to Valkyrie Profile Lenneth, um, which ended up getting delayed, I think, significantly. Um, but all I'm going to say is like this this game kind of reminds me of there are so many moments in it or just gameplay sort of scenarios where I'm like. I, it, it comes back to this idea where if 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 Square Enix had really taken some time with this, I think they could have had something really, really special. Um, the combat isn't anything that's going to blow your mind. I think the Iron Harry are a nice twist. Um, when you pull each one out, like I said, they they have sort of this this element. Each one has an elemental sort of charge or attribute to it, and while depending on which one you have active on the screen and you can so you can have all four of them out but you can have one that's sort of highlighted and that character's element your weapon will be charged with that so you can use that and and, and the different enemies have elemental weaknesses so it's kind of like you can use it to sort of stun enemies and and put them in the, the sort of it's it's interesting it's not anything like gonna blow your mind there's you know, a block and a parry and a perfect dodge kind of system involved in it. And it's, it's pretty, it's the combat's de again, I come back to the, the combat's decent. There are a few interesting wrinkles. There is sort of like this, this hookshot kind of functionality, which is, it's really kind of unfortunate because, um, in combat, it's fun because like, basically you sort of, you, you, if the, you kind of, when you're swinging the camera around, you can, sort of shoot out this little like energy thing and it'll zip you on over to the enemy that you have targeted at that po point. And you can, you know, chain attacks off of that and everything else. Um, and there, there's even some element or environmental uses for the, the, I think it's called the soul chain is what they call it. And, um, but unfortunately it's even, it's, it's pretty limited. And the, the instances that you would use the soul chain are pretty, um, I don't know. It's not. It's. It doesn't put much of a dent in exploration. And I think that's one of the biggest weaknesses is that there just isn't a ton of explanation with this game. Period, um, or exploration rather. I, I think I said explanation. Oh boy, great radio. But there's not a ton of exploration. The the levels are pretty barren. Um, and it's not to say that there was a ton of exploration in profile, but there were like secret chambers and some of the maps were fairly involved and there, there were secret areas that you could get into. And with these maps, you know, they're, they're pretty barren, which in, in a way makes sense because you're kind of, uh, one of the story beats is like, you're, you're kind of trying to save the world after this sort of basically after Ragnarok. Um, and, and that's kind of like, like I said, it keeps throwing off these Nier vibes. And I really think if they would have taken a few more pages out of Nier's book and really sort of fleshed the world out, made made it almost more of a hub because there's this sort of like, you go back to Asgard and then you can sort of like pick these different chapters and you can replay the same level over and over again, um, which is interesting and it's it's fine. You know, some of the subquests and stuff like that, it's like little parts of the map that kind of get sectioned off for a very particular, go hunt this monster, go find this item. You know, um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where as I'm playing it, 
it all I can really think about is the fact that it just feels undercooked. Like this feels like a game that if they would have taken, if they would have taken another year and really sort of uh, invested in some better, like you know, tightened up the storytelling and and just tightened up the level design and made the levels feel a little more varied because you're basically so far you basically have these like. I think there's eight or nine chapters total, maybe 10. Um, and the, like at one point in time, you're sort of going through this countryside and one of the big pieces is you, you're exploring this castle and, and there will be enemies occasionally, but the maps, like I said, they're just empty. Like even with the, the enemies spawning and now, now there are some of the harder side quests. It's like very tiny maps and the, the enemy density is crazy. And that's actually when the game kind of feels it at its best is when there's sort of, there's a reason to, to, to be moving around and kind of, it, it, I don't know. It's like I said, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where um, this game, it, it does really kind of put off that, that, barren wasteland kind of vibe but not in a way it's it's kind of like like a, it's like if near was just a little more underbaked with a, a, a significantly less coherent storyline that's like set in a, a roughly kind of approximate norse mythology that's kind of what you get and the gameplay and again the gameplay experience the combat experience itself is enjoyable uh i think like too graphically i think uh Valkyrie, uh, the main character, um, who has been called uh, Maria or Maria um, by a couple different characters. Though I don't, I don't think that's her actually name. Everybody, all the on Harry Arc just call you. Um, they call her Valkyrie, and uh, I think she has a name. It hasn't been revealed yet. And like, I, there's even like this sort of like love story, and it's pretty kind of like on the nose. Like th this story is just kind of like. It almost feels tacked on. And it's just, it's like I said, it's unfortunate because I think with some extra time and, and some real effort put into that, they could have had something really special um, that would have kind of hit, I think, similar similarly to Nier, um, which I think would have been a great direction to take the franchise in. Unfortunately, this this sort of half-baked mess, which just feels like a bit of a cash grab, honestly. Um, and I, and again, I'm enjoying it. I'm not sure that I should have paid what I did for it, um, not once, but twice. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that maybe someday they'll take some of the ideas in this and they'll actually make something a little more full-fledged, like fully-fleshed, um, and celebratory of, of just that property. Because like I said, it's, I think it, it's one of those games that it's just, it's good, but it kind of, you can tell that it just didn't have the time in the, it's again, it's undercooked. I think is the best way to describe it. It just didn't have the time it needed to really be something special. It, it's just kind of a uh, graphically it's competent. Like the, the game sort of like it's competent. It's like, it's, it's just enough to sort of like squeak over the finish line. And it's really unfortunate because I think there are times throughout how the game where I'm playing it and there, there are seeds of something really really interesting or really, really kind of cool. Um, 
and it just it, it gets kind of lost in the shuffle. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things where this is not Ghost of Tsushima. This is not something that's like going to make it onto the the top 100 list. This is not something that's even going to make it into my top 100 list. Um, it's something though that I'm kind of glad I played it because it's it's one of those things where sometimes you play a game and it's not quite what you expect, but it's got some interesting wrinkles and it kind of goes and it almost kind of makes you ask the question, what if? Like, what if they would have just taken the time and sort of done this right and and really sort of done this up proper? And in, in a way, we'll probably never know. Um, but as I'm playing it, I'm, I'm like I said, I find myself enjoying it, but it, there's sort of, like I said, a bit of a melancholy almost that kind of sits on top of my playthrough because as I'm playing it, I'm just kind of, kind of just saying like, oh man, if they, if only they would have just like, like really put a little bit more shine, given this a little bit more time to, to cook and sort of like, you know, just throwing a little bit more production at it. Um, you know, tightened up some of the level design. They could have had something really, really pretty fantastic. And, uh, something that I think would have been worthy of, of, really being sort of in that Valkyrie profile family. Unfortunately, with what we got, it's it's fine. Um and it doesn't it doesn't really move past fine. It's just fine. It's worth a playthrough. I think it's one of those things where if you can play it on something like uh PS uh extra or PS plus extra or premium, yeah, go yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 worth a run for. And like honestly to get through just like the story beats, I think you're probably looking at 12 15 hours, so it's a pretty quick little burn. Um and you know, I thought about even sort of I'm kind of toying around with the idea of maybe getting the platinum cuz I saw some stuff and it, it, the platinum doesn't look hard, but it's very grindy. And I just kind of hit a point where it's like I'm enjoying my time with the game, but I'm I'm going to be kind of glad to just put it done down when I'm done with it. And, and just kind of move on. Sort of glad I had the experience. And, and maybe someday it'll be one of those things where it's like, I just want some like, kind of like decent, dumbish fun. Um, and maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll just kind of be like, oh, that game makes me sad because it could have been so much cooler. Um, but this is a game that I hope that someone sees, someone who's a little more uh, competent in design and sort of maybe executing, they see this game and they, they, they kind of really see the promise that I do in it. And maybe someday come back and build something and, and sort of use that, use the, the ideas here to build something really pretty special because I think, I think there's something cool there. I just think it's underserved by just like, it, it just feels kind of, like I said, rushed, it, it rushed out, kind of rushed out the door and underbaked. Um, I like it. And I, I think people should play it. Uh, but that's, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things like, don't go in expecting it to, to knock your socks off. I think there's, it's got some interesting surprises. I think it's mechanically you know, especially once you get a little further in the game, it's it's pretty competent. I think it's got decent music and sound design. I I think, like I said, it's just. But like I said, there are these moments when I'm playing it where I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, um, like I said, there is this weird kind of touch point where it reminds me of Near Automata a little bit, and uh, 
anyways, I've, I've, I'm kind of just rambling and it's devolved, but it's like, this is a game that I really was kind of pleasantly surprised by. Not in the sense, I wasn't like blown, like, like I said, it's not blown my mind, but I like it. And I think it's worth a playthrough. And with that, guys, uh, you know, I've, I've said all that I really need to say on uh, Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, if you guys check it out and you like it, you know, let me know. And if you don't and you think I'm just, you know, if you check it out and you hate it, again, let me know. But in the, in the meantime, guys, this has been a Bite Size. We'll, uh, well, you do the things. And until next time, yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.